Oh, what sound clips will I give you today? Oh, yes, a birds and the knife sharpener. He's out again. Fantastic. Finally. And ticking boxes only to find out one box is just too old. Maybe. Got to double check. March motion marching on. Got to soundtrack some of these. Hong Kong preparations, fly or train, and arranging the next couple of episodes of the big cast. Oh, and these uh, buying stocks of stuff you actually use. Gonna double check that for you. Folks, Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you guys are doing well, wherever in the world you are. And yes, so the intro track there was a bunch of birds that I recorded. It was last week that I, uh, that was early in the morning uh, that I made that recording. Uh, the, so the birds have started getting up uh, a little bit earlier lately. And uh, also the what's been happening over the last... Well, over the, over the weekend, basically, as the weather has warmed up, is the the tree droppings. Now, so I don't know how to explain these. I, I, I honestly don't even know what tree it is. Are these the willows? It wouldn't be the, the willows. So these trees, they, the, the seed, not the seedlings, but the, uh, the shells. I guess it's the seedlings, isn't it? That drop off of the, the trees at this time of year, and they cover the sidewalk and everything. They look like little worms. They're not worms, uh, so they fall. But at this time of year... Uh, which is in contrast to autumn when you hear the same thing but it's a it's the leaves falling so here it always sounds like there's someone behind you because these things uh there's a little bit of weight to them but they're not they're not very big and they drop them right so it sounds like someone's walking behind you so you're always double checking just to make sure that you're not in the way of someone not i mean not like it matters in china if you're walking in front of someone you can pretend you don't recognize anyone behind you for three miles and still not move and they won't ever say anything usually anyway uh but these things they uh keep dropping and so they're all over the place and you can get they don't hurt if they if they fall on you or anything but like constant contrast that with in the autumn when the leaves are dropping and if you're walking around particularly at night you you think people are in the uh, the shadows or in the bushes or something people are around you and it's not it's just the leaves falling off the trees in autumn here it's these uh, seedlings so that is, uh, and actually looking out today, I think um, it, the willow trees were a little bit more green today than they have been uh, before. So uh, that is uh, certainly a sign that spring is here and some of the grass is starting to grow as well. So it's uh, that much is nice. Um, warmer weather, I mean, it was 19 degrees today uh, during the afternoon. Smog as well. Uh, didn't, did I tell you guys that? Uh, well, I ran 52 miles this weekend. Okay, not going to brag, whatever, because um, it's only 52 miles, but it was also very smoggy throughout the weekend. So uh, now it, it didn't really affect my breathing over the weekend. Even today uh, in the morning, I was like, I don't really smell it. The afternoon I did, but the morning there wasn't like that smoggy coal dust uh, fragrance scent in the air. So it was just, it was very hazy throughout uh, uh, much of the day. Now looking forward, tomorrow's going to be 18, 19. Wow, okay, so not until Saturday, Sunday are we dropping down to minus four. Why? Oh, perfect. Monday when I may or may not have my next episode of the the big cast scheduled. Oh, and then look at that. By the end of the month, uh, March 20th, it says uh, 26 degrees above. So there, it is sweater weather now in uh, Beijing. It's one of those times where it lasts for like a month. By April, it's going to be 20s, and then it's going to start getting humid. Like it's humid in the apartment a little bit right now, 
Now you can you can feel the temperature difference for sure, uh, going from outside coming inside, and not like necessarily in that good, nice, warm, fuzzy way. It's more like the oh my goodness, is it ever hot in this apartment all of a sudden? What happened? It was cold a week ago, right? Uh, now this all presages pre pre preclude pre preludes preludes preludes. That comes before uh, the, sh the grand shutting off of the centralized, of the truly centralized heating that will happen. Is it going to happen this month or is it in April? Uh, it's going to be next month, isn't it? Because right now the Congress is going on. So the, the grand poobahs are um, meeting today or this for the next two weeks. Poobahs, not Winnie. Okay, so just to make that clear, the, the grand uh, authoritas of China are meeting in China in Beijing today and they're uh, so it's uh, the National People's Congress and this happens this is this does this one happen every year or is this one every five years uh, I can't remember one of them happens every five years uh, like when Xi Jinping got, got elected in uh, October that was every five years this one I think they hold is this the two sessions that's held every March I can't remember exactly, uh, but this is where they gather like uh, all the people, like all the, the the main government people from around the country, and they all gather in Beijing. Uh, and uh, our internet connections get a little bit slower and everything very conveniently. Uh, but uh, since I work from home, it doesn't really matter too much to tell you the truth. Uh, they uh, so they do a bunch of talking, and I guess they uh, released a bunch of uh, oh, that's what was going on, right? So I did notice that the stock market dropped at like. Uh, two o'clock, uh, one thirty or two o'clock this afternoon. You're saying what? What happened here? Like everything just started falling, and so I'm guessing they said something that outside invest and outside investors are like, Oof, well, going to pull my money out of those stocks and move them into some others. So not sure how the rest of uh, the month is going to go. I think it lasts pretty much the whole. It, it's the first twenty days. I think it's a it's a substantial amount. It's a it's a lengthy time uh, for. Uh, uh, this meeting to happen, but uh, anyway, whatever. That's their business. That's their job. Not not really much I can do about whatever's going on over there. All it is to say, spring is here. Warm uh, weather is warmer for sure, and uh, I mean the plants are going to try to pelt you with their their seedlings. Ticking boxes, only to find out the box is too old. Now WTF? Now yesterday I went to the bank to uh, wire transfer uh, money back to uh, Canada, which is the preferred way of sending money overseas like you can use western union but it charges you a percentage of the amount that you're sending so depending on how much you're sending it's a stupid it's like 10 percent or something it's a, it's a very high rate there are private wechat groups that you can join to uh do the same sort of service and like these uh chinese uh people who have account like dual accounts like international and local or domestic they'll help you out for a fee as well which i, th I think is cheaper than western union but not as cheap as the bank, and let's be honest, it's kind of sketchy. <laughs> like I just, uh, I don't, I, I'd rather go sit in the bank for an hour, two hours, as it were. But then I get a phone call today, and the only reason I actually got a phone call, she called me. This bank uh, bank teller, she's like, this, something's wrong with your uh, your uh, transit info." I'm like, the, "What? No! <laughs> like this is probably the worst thing that could happen." Well, now, no, there's worse things that could happen, but. Uh, she's saying something about the uh, the Zhuang Hao, so the the account number is wrong. I'm going for what? I, just, I gave her an old wire transfer slip, but this was dated from 
2020. So I'm looking looking around online and going, have they changed something? Like have the because uh, I know as Russia got booted out of the Swift 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 system, has something sort of changed? Has something else had to be finagled with for whatever reason? So as far as I can tell, um, there may or may not be a direct route to the bank that I need. Now, before I, w- I had to send it through an intermediary based in Vancouver, that intermediary may no longer be acting as the intermediary. That's as much as I can sort of tell uh, from the current situation. But that means uh, do- I hope I don't have to go sit in the bank again for another hour tomorrow. <laughs> Just, uh, I don't really plan for this very often, but um, yeah, I was sitting there going, I don't, I just kind of get this sense that something is going to go wrong, and there it is, it did go wrong, so we'll see how it uh, uh, sort of unfolds from here. Uh, March motion, so I haven't posted the videos, I was working on a couple last night, um, and this is sort of one of the issues with getting behind in these these challenges that I do, because I will still do one per day, um, at least on average for sure, but uh, I have found that in creating uh, original stuff, or even following along with some tutorials, it's very difficult to do much more than like two pieces a day. It gets tough to find the sort of mental fortitude to keep on going. And I'm thinking of this in terms of the uh, the 4x4x48 and going, how do you apply that same physical exertion mentality to a creative mentality? Can you work for 45 minutes hard on whatever it is you have to do every four hours and I go "Ah, you know that's a very good way to put it isn't it all of a sudden you're not doing an hour and a half or two hours uh, session now you're doing 45 minutes every four hours I'm not sure if it's the greatest way to do it to tell you the truth Um, it it might be worth the challenge uh, to see if it works but um, especially for like the podcast, uh, as I'm trying to set up another couple of interviews here, another couple of guests, um, just because I have the basic workflow through same with this March motion thing. So, but it, it, it's got to be broken down into a few steps that they can't, you can't really, you can kind of jump between them, but eventually you, you have to finish them in order because if you don't, then they're, it doesn't have that sort of sense of uh, completion, right? In the sense that if I choose the album art before I finish going through the MP3 file or audio editing, uh, then am I going to pick a frame that is not in the audio file? If you understand, right? So basically, if I take let's if I take the uh, opening, like if we're all smiling at the beginning, I take that frame, but I end up cutting that. Uh, as uh, you know, to uh, because it's not the official start of the uh, the podcast or whatever, you know, wh- how does that reflect? Not a big deal. I know, not a huge deal. I'm overthinking it, but it's again one of those things where how do you settle on the album art when you haven't finished when you haven't settled on the MP3 file yet, right? And how do you settle on the write up of the MP3 or of the episode when you haven't settled on what's in the final episode yet? So all those things sort of hang in balance until you kind of go through them step by step and finish each one in sequence. And then you're like, okay, good to go, right? Uh, so along with uh, March Motion, um, getting I did a couple of uh, 
projects last night. I want to get another one or two done tonight. I got to soundtrack them. Uh, and uh, again, I have put up, I put these up on Instagram, and I'm also putting them up on YouTube. Uh, but again, it's hard to get more than two done per day. And this is, you know, if I could do two today, another two tomorrow, another two on Thursday, then I'm already thinking like at least they'll be sort of caught up. And who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's better to do two a day rather than just trying to do one, right? It does take a while. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes these, uh, uh, like I was, I, okay, so actually what prevented me from doing more than two yesterday was that I ended up scrapping a bunch of them. I was trying to get motion to do animation work for me. I was trying to scrimp on the animation work and it wasn't working. It just, it was, it just looked terrible. It looked it looked pathetic. <laughs> so I just eventually went, okay, I, w- I want to do something that I know someone has already done very well. So I'll just follow along with that. Um, so I want to go back into motion and just play around with it as an animation tool itself, rather than like a, a glorified titling uh, maker, a title maker for Final Cut Pro, right? Anyway, this is something I got to deal with as uh, I uh, look at developing better motion graphics chops. Hong Kong preparations, fly or to train. So the train is currently no, not operating between Beijing and Kowloon Station. Kowloon is, that is on, not on the island. It is on the main part of Hong Kong, uh, basically right by Chim Sa Chui, uh, which is downtown Hong Kong. That's Hong Kong city proper. Now, they might start that train service in April, but currently... It only goes to Shenzhen. So if I go to Shenzhen, then I have to hop the train over to uh, Kowloon. Like it's, I guess it's just a, uh, it's basically a transfer. It's in a little bit more trouble. It's not direct, but I, I think it still have to go through customs as well on both sides. It doesn't matter. Uh, like on both methods, like if I go through Shenzhen or if I just go direct to uh, uh, Kowloon. But it is nine hours or ten hours on the train. Not a big deal because I'd probably get first class. I'd sit there, and those those um, seats are pretty spacious and everything. You get some work done, so I'd have things to do. I wouldn't be bored. But then I'm thinking, you know, it'd be nice just to get there, right? Get to Hong Kong, and then when the trip's over the, the next week, get back to uh, Beijing, and then not worry about sort of, I don't know. Which one bothers you more, going through the train system or going through the airport system? I'll tell you, I don't like going through airports. It's just because it's so tense. The atmosphere is so tense all the time. Trains aren't as tense. I know, yes, I know there are safety issues and there's probably safety um, problems that are as a result of that. But just the fact that airplanes require, the airport requires such high security I don't know about you, but it's always just like shoulders up. You're kind of going, oh my goodness, like what could go wrong sort of thing. Trains, it's a little bit more relaxed. Now, especially if you take like the the slower trains with like just all the regular people on there. Like if you go on the trains with the farmers, I mean, it is super slow. Very laid back. They'd be surprised that there's a foreigner, like a white face on the, uh, um, like a noticeably foreign not Chinese face on the train, they'd be like, wow, you would be a center of attention, both good and bad. Whereas on an airplane, no one cares. Uh, And on the high-speed trains, probably no one's going to talk to you either. So 
I think I will fly. It's the same price as taking a second class seat. So total, I think it costs, it would cost 2,300 renminbi to fly round trip, Beijing to Hong Kong, right? And to take the train business class, or first class, I should say, 1,400 renminbi per direction. Or if I went second class, it'd cost 1,000 each. So given that money is, I'm going to Hong Kong. It's not... Money is not a big issue on this one, right? I'm only going for five days, six days, or whatever it is. I already dropped a bunch of money on these concert tickets. I did the conversion. I'm like, how much did I spend? Wow. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, had I not been told about this concert, I don't think I would have missed it, to tell you the truth. Not a bad thing, but again, it's in Hong Kong. I'd like to get out, see if the rest of the world's still spinning, see if it's still around or if it's flattened out sometime in the last three years, four years. I don't know. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm more going for the experience of being able to travel outside of Beijing uh, and then being able to visit Hong Kong again to see how the city has sort of changed since the last time uh, I've been there. Uh, arranging the next episodes of the big cast. Yep. Oh, boy, this one. Good thing I asked her about the... Uh, the, the number, because I was kind of like, uh, just to be clear that this is not a bad number. Turns out it was a bad number. I'll have to explain this at another time. But um, that being the case, I am looking at a few more people to have on the podcast over, hopefully, as the summer months uh, sort of roll over. Um, and especially, actually, if I could if I could meet someone in Hong Kong, expat or local or whoever who wants to talk, meet on the podcast, I think that'd be awesome. That's exactly the type of podcast that I'd be trying to create. And I don't hear too many of them. I, actually, I don't think that there's... Are there any? Then again, I don't I don't search for podcasts like this. I'll tell you. this. The big cast, not this one. This is my small cast. But the big cast uh, where I talk to other expats and other locals and stuff like that, that one's very much like conversations I have with people all the time. But it's for the record. So it's very much a, a, a product of all of my years of... Um, slumming around in bars, <laughs> talking to people, make, having conversations with a bunch of drunkards uh, and things like that. And also, have, you know, sober conversations, either with colleagues or uh, other people that you meet along the way sort of thing in hostels or wherever. Uh, so that big podcast, one of the reasons why it's unedited is because I know that as a traveler, those conversations, um, if you're not in the traveling sort of uh itinerary if you're not in the travel group and this is this will sound odd because when you go overseas when you travel you will have these conversations but if you were to listen to someone in your hometown have that conversation with someone you'd be like wow why is he asking all these very odd questions and they're not so much odd questions it's that they are rather circumstantial questions particularly as they pertain to the person either there or the shared experience of being uh, expats or the ex experience of dealing with expats or dealing with locals, right? So there's sort of a, an exchange, there's a shared connection there as a traveler and being or being a person, a local, who's able to talk to the travelers fluently, very different. Likewise, I mean, if I, if I Mandarin never got to the extent that I was able to talk to the farmers, imagine the difference of conversations that you would have compared to like talking to city people and then talking to the people out in the country huge difference huge and same with like uh talking to like pick a, a shy student 
right? Maybe not even a shy student, but a student whose uh, English isn't good, but you know that they have a brain and they're able to formulate good thoughts because you can sort of see that creativity, that creative spark. Imagine being able to talk them in their native tongue. What would they say? That's what these conversations are like. Sadly, it is heavily based on being basically in English because that's what I'm good at. Have I ever thought about doing a multilingual podcast? I will tell you they fail. It just doesn't work because your main audience is of one language and there's sort of a shared uh, connection with that. So if everyone speaks English or can at least understand English, that is how most people will consume it. If all of a sudden you speak Spanish, well, you've just, sure, you've opened up your, your market to Spanish speakers, but the Spanish speakers who would be able to listen to it in Spanish would not be as great as the people who would be able to listen to it is in English. Not that I'm concerned about marketability, more concerned about viability in terms of what language are you using for your podcast? Is it English? Is it Spanish? Is it French? Is it Chinese? Or what is it? I mean, if you're always changing it, every episode you're going to alienate someone. So that's why English, and it's, uh, we're going to have to figure out other ways if uh, we don't speak the same language. I've never had an interpreter. Uh, like, I know Chen uh, was on, but um, if I had ever had to have an interpreter during the podcast, I wonder if I could even do that. That would be bizarre. Interesting. Interesting challenge, I guess. All right, so anyway, next couple of episodes, hopefully over the next couple of uh, weeks, uh, nothing has been planned, uh, nothing has been solidified just yet, but am in talks. Okay, buying stocks. So this meme, this gets me, and I got this. I got to talk about this for like a minute, maybe two minutes. I know I'm already over already, but when you see a meme that says something like that, had you bought Amazon for a dollar? Back in 1997 and held it for 26 years. You'd have so much money. Honestly, you probably wouldn't have because if Amazon was a dollar stock, how many dollar stocks right now are you looking at to buy, to hold for 26 years that you'd be like, yeah, that penny stock, that dollar stock is going to be the next global marketplace. Good luck. Good luck to you, sir, madame, whatever it is. No, no, even if you made a thousand percent, so if it jumps from a dollar to a thousand dollars and you bought like 200 shares or 2000 shares, you'd probably sell, you'd probably even sell half. I mean, you're not going to keep the whole investment unless it literally like you just didn't even check the account. Ah, nah, 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 that doesn't work. The other one that gets me is uh, these, some people propose, propose that, Instead of buying a Starbucks coffee for $4 a day, you invest that $4 a day. Sounds very good, very simple. Again, no one's done this. This is a theoretical argument. And you can argue this any way you like. On paper, sure, it works. In practice, where are you going to put that $4 in the meantime? Every single day you're going to buy a new stock? What about commissions? What about transfer fees? What stock are you buying for $4? Starbucks was $4 in 2008. Eight. That was the last time, 2007, 2008, or somewhere around there. We're talking it was 15 years ago. <laughs> uh, today, what again? Okay, so again, what $4 stock do you know that even if you saved up $4 per day times 30 days, $120, that you then put transferred into your account minus $1 for the transfer fee or 50 cents or whatever, then you buy 
was that 30 stocks. You can't anymore buy 30 stocks. You can only buy 29 minus the commission. So taking down another one. So you're only buying 28 uh, shares of the company for $4 a piece. Which one are you going to buy? I mean, honestly, right now I'd look at the Canadian energy stocks. That's what I've been looking at. Uh, but where are you putting that money in the meantime? That's number one. So there's the discipline, that, that, which that part is true enough. You do have to have the discipline to not spend that money. Number two, you're doing that every single month. So maybe you have an auto deduction uh, from your account. Okay, good, awesome. Over time, if it has dividends, you can reinvest those dividends in time, over time. But this idea that you can do it one for one every day, no. That doesn't work. You you would not be putting away $4 per day into a trading account. You could in China, you could put a 4 quai or 5 times 4 is 20, 20 quai per day in your trading account. But then it's locked in, right? So keep in mind that it's gone from your, you can't get it for another, if you ever invest it, you can't get it for another two days sort of thing. So you could do that. Uh, most places, it, it takes a couple hours for that, that transfer to happen. Um, you could do that, $4 in. Keep in mind, if you're buying the stocks, you're going to pay commission. And then whenever, if you ever sell, you're going to get taxed on your dividends. And if you ever sell for capital gains, you're going to get taxed on your capital gains probably in the 30% range if you held it long-term. My main point with this, it's a great idea. It's a common, uh, it's not well talked about, but it it is an examined phenomenon, a phenomenon, examined method of investing is that if you're going to buy Starbucks, buy Starbucks stock. If you're going to buy, if you're going to use Lululemon clothes, Lululemon clothes, then buy Lululemon stock. Same with, uh, what's the other one? Like, um, oh goodness, well, like if you're going to eat at KFC or McDonald's, you buy McDonald's stock or Coca-Cola stock, right? So, uh, or Anheuser-Busch, you buy that one. Are they publicly traded? I can't remember. Maybe they went private. Maybe they went private. They bought out uh, Boxing Cat in Shanghai a couple of years ago. Uh, I, th- I believe it was them. Uh, but uh, they... So that idea that if you're whatever you're using in your day to day sort of life, you buy a stock that you pay you you buy the same stock that pays dividends and you effectively negate your expenses. Even though, and here's the 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 really kicker of this all: stock market profits are not immediate, but buying a coffee is. If you don't buy the coffee that day, how else do you get through the day? Dreaming of a a, a twenty six year return on four dollars a day will not get you to sit through your job where you're making that four dollars. That four dollars on that coffee will though. That this is probably the biggest problem with that whole argument. Well, if you just saved four dollars a day, no shit. How about this? I drink the coffee. I, I spend the money on the coffee. I drink the coffee. I at the Starbucks side. Uh, line up. I talk to the next guy. He's a manager of something. We network share business cards now making a billion dollars a year, right? I mean, why not? If you're going to come up with some crazy meme com- comparing this $4 a day coffee, well, I'll just come up with an equally inane idea of getting even richer because I spent the $4, right? You got to spend money to make money. Okay, I'll settle down.
Folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you guys uh, got something out of that little spiel. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevenmrsky.com. Have a great Tuesday. And for the closing, closing that track, here's the Knife Sharpener. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.